Welcome back to The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns, and I am so excited you're here this week. We are going to be interviewing Ida Mundell about the heart of hospitality. I can't wait. Let's do it. We are officially at that time of the year where Halloween's over and it's like October 31st to November 1st. It's like Halloween to Christmas. And like, go ahead. I'm going to say this. I am not a Thanksgiving hater. I love Thanksgiving. But there's something about Christmas, man. And when I walk through Target or Walmart or wherever and there's Christmas stuff, it is hard for me to resist that. Um... I'm not great at not wanting to just jump straight into Christmas. I don't have my tree up yet, but I sure have been buying Christmas things. Like the Christmas treats are starting to roll out. And this is hard for me. I am struggling. Um, Anyone else out there struggling with the ability to keep a space for Thanksgiving? Because I love Thanksgiving. I love gratitude. I love sweet potatoes. But... You know, I, Christmas makes my heart flutter. I am somebody who's obsessed with Christmas. I have a, had a Christmas wedding, December 11th. We got married. I I, I love Christmas. There's nothing like Christmas, man. I I can't handle it. Christmas music. Like I I wrote on Facebook that I was starting to listen to Christmas music and somebody was like, what about Thanksgiving? And I was like, okay, but there's no Thanksgiving music. I mean, I said it a little more snotty than that. I said, sure. Drop that hot Thanksgiving playlist wreck. But, you know, I I am who I am. What about you? Hello, everybody. I am excited about today's podcast because we have an amazing guest. She's not just one of my dearest friends um, and a fellow dog lover, but she is an incredible pastor to all the kids here at Access Church, community leader, homeschool mom, author, um, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, give it up for Ida Mundell. Hello, Ida. Hello, friend. I'm so happy to be here with you. Ida, we're doing a podcast. Okay. Ida, tell everybody like a 30 second intro of who you are. Yeah, well, you summed it up pretty well. My name is Ida. I am the kids pastor here at Access Church. Um, I'm a mom to four, a homeschooling mom to three of those four. Um, I've been married to Nate for almost 18 years, and I just love our city, and I love what we get to do together here. And you didn't mention the dogs. That's right. That's right. I do have two dogs. (laughs) One might be more favored than the other. Please don't send hate mail. But I have a pug named Wilbur, inspired by Charlotte's Web, the pig, um, and a Boston Terrier named Oreo. This is... You will learn quickly, friends. Known Podcast is a dog-friendly podcast. It is a dog-friendly We are a dog... I hope your dogs are listening. (laughs) If your dogs are listening, please have them email us. And by that, I mean send me a picture of your dog. send us photos. Just send me a picture of your dog. We want to see your dogs. It really... This has nothing to do with our topic today. It's true. We just love dogs. We love dogs. I would pastor a whole church of dogs. Can you imagine how fun that would Um, be? Yes. It would smell, but it would be so good. We're going to explore that more later. That's for a future That's for a future podcast. Nathan, our sound engineer, is looking at us right now like, what the heck? Okay, Ida, tell us what you shared at the Known Conference. What was your topic? Yeah, so I talked all about hospitality and being women of welcome. And mm. we just took a few minutes to break down the difference between entertainment and hospitality. Mm. What is that? What is the difference between entertainment and hospitality? Yeah. So I think in our day and age now, it's very easy to get caught up in wanting to perform and wanting things to look like 
I don't know. Do people read magazines anymore? No, Wanting them sure. to look perfect like they look on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I'm not cool <laughs> or young enough. But, you know, we want things to look a certain way. And in the middle of striving, 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 we actually forget the welcome part completely. We Ooh. want to perform well. We want to look like we have it all together. So we have people over or we, we invite them to what we're doing and we miss them completely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So entertainment is about me. Hospitality is about you. Entertainment elevates me. Hospitality elevates you as a welcomed guest. Wow. I have never thought about that, but that makes a ton of sense. Like it sounds like almost like when we talk about love languages, how it's like, it doesn't matter if I know just my love language, like loving my husband means knowing his love language. And it it sounds like that's what you're talking about. Like it doesn't matter if you know, I set up the prettiest Pinterest worthy table. If my guest is just like, no, I just need a listening ear and like somebody to talk to. So how does this kind of intersect with being a believer? Like, where does that fit into this? Yeah. So I think the most important thing as a woman who loves the Lord is knowing that you are fully seen, known and loved by God. And you are able to graciously and extravagantly welcome others with whatever you have, whether it's plenty or whether you feel like it's not good enough, whatever you Mm. have in your hands, whatever gifts you have, because you have been extravagantly welcomed by Christ. Mm. Um, we talked a lot about Ephesians 2. We basically read the entire chapter in my session. And over and over again, we were reminded that we have been welcomed into the family of God, not because of what we've done, not because of what we have. I mean, we couldn't earn it. We can't strive for it, but because of God's great love for us. And because of that, now we get to go be welcomers. We get to go be wow. includers. We get to go be women of welcome. Once we know we have been welcomed, it changes everything. Wow. We, yeah, we go from scarcity and closed hands to just, God, whatever I have, it's not for me. It's not for my my look on social media. It's not for me to build my own kingdom. It is for you. Wow. Yeah. Why Why is this like a passion topic for you? Like, where does this come from? Do you, was there a time you felt unwelcomed? Or like, is this just something that you have naturally in you? Like, where does this come from? Yeah, I mean... That's a good question. Let me sit on it for a second. I think when I look back at, um, you know, we're a little older than the young people listening to this. Can't relate. But like, I even think of when we got married. There was no uh, Pinterest, Instagram, none of that. There was was none of this like striving. (laughs) So when Nate and I got married and we started having kids, my heart was very pure for welcome. It was very pure for, I just want this to be a safe place for people I know and, and even welcoming strangers. And I want God to be glorified in our home and, you know, wherever we're at, whether it's a coffee shop or my living room. Um, and then as things progressed and as, you know, we see more and we see what people are capable of and all of the beautiful gifts that people have, you start to feel the pressure of, Oh, I can't welcome because I don't have a seven bedroom house or I can't welcome because, I don't have fine China or whatever, whatever silly thing it is. So I started to wrestle that out for myself. Like, why now do I feel conflicted? Like what I have to offer is not good enough. Well, it's because I was making myself an idol. If I can say that I was making the production part of it more than the people part Mm. of it, more important than the people part of it. So then sort of backing up and going, no, like 
hospitality can literally be a beautiful, like Liz, you're so gifted at this. Beauty is not wrong. It, like having beautiful things is sure. not wrong if your heart is right. Yeah. Um, so you, you have, you know, put out the most beautiful spread for us. And I think of our friend Brooke, <laughs> who just is the queen of oh, yes. presenting things in a beautiful way. Those things are not sinful or bad in and of themselves at all. Those are beautiful no. gifts. But when I get fixated yeah. on a performance rather than the people in front of me, um, I'm falling into idolatry of self, like, wow. and wanting to elevate myself. So it that's was really a, that's just, a, that's a big, that's a big kind of cliff to fall off of because like what you're touching on is that's a lot. That's like lot. saying, I mean, we can bring this, carry this principle over into everything. I mean, into we, everything. we could say, you know, you, you are gifted, say, in other words, if, if somebody's gifted with a gift of um, music and they go, well, I love singing. Where's that fine line of saying I'm singing for, you know, God's gifting and versus I'm entertaining right. for pride, right. you know, or if you are, you know, gifted as a, just with people, you know, what, at what point am I making myself famous? At what point am I making God famous? Like, I didn't think we were going to go th- this deep this morning, Ida. I thought know. this was going to be simple. Talking about dogs, we could go back. Talk I thought we were going to set yeah. tables. <laughs> thought we were going to set tables and make talk Martha about pubs. Um, yes. Yeah, but have you ever walked into someone's home? Think when we were like new young moms, completely overwhelmed, which let's be real, still there some yeah, hello. days. Hello, different phase, but still get overwhelmed. Um, and you walk into a new friend's home and it's beautiful. Hmm. It's It looks like you could never strive to have it. And they say, oh, sorry, it's so messy. <laughs> Welcome, um, it's a mess. I am that person. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yes, you called yourself out. No, yeah, I did. I'm calling no, myself out. No, 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 no. But then you leave feeling completely yeah. like I'll never invite others. Yeah. So I see a generation of women living in captivity to comparison. Mm. Yeah. And they're That's living. That's good. You might need to say that again. Yeah. I see a generation of women living in captivity to comparison. That's so good. we meet someone who's thriving in their gifting, which we should celebrate your gifting because I yeah. know your heart and I know that's your gift. But now I'm trying to put myself in your shoes and Ooh. operate in your gifting. So now I completely shut everybody out. I will not be hospitable. I will not welcome. I will not because mm. I can't do it like Liz Burns wow. or I can't do it like the latest TikTok trend or whatever. Yeah. Um, when really hospitality can be the Liz Burns way or it could be I stopped and got extra fries at McDonald's yeah. meet me at the park. Yo. Like it's hospitality. If that was an invitation, I'm in. Right? Sign me <laughs> up. Don't forget the McDonald's Coke. You know, it's funny because um, when you were saying that, it's so important for our friends to hear and know that. Uh, you you kind of mentioned this and touched on it, but anytime I try to pick up someone else's shoes or someone else's assignment, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to go well because, and you wonder, you know, why is this so stressful for me? Why is Why am I striving here? Because that's just it. You are striving right. to live something you weren't even called to do. Right. So, you know, if I'm saying I can't do it like so-and-so, well, yeah, you're, she has her own assignment. I have my own assignment. Right. And that is important for me to remember. Like, I just have mine. I mean, comparison, we call it, the thief of joy. It is so hard in our day and age. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time, how we feel for our kids because Mm -hmm. we didn't grow up with that. You know, we, it was hard enough to see someone at school, but to see it in your face when we can edit photos, like that's hard. And it gets very dangerous when I've decided I'm going to walk in your shoes and put myself under your calling. Like that's not my calling, you know, and that's dangerous and, and downright scary, but we're doing that to women all the time, knowingly or not. We're doing it all the time. And, and lots of people want to, uh, 
you know, say how much they hate social media and how bad it is. We've talked about this. I love social media. Yeah. I'm encouraged by it. I think it's beautiful. I think, but if it's a thing for you, then don't look at it. If you, yeah. if you feel defeated every time you see someone's beautiful home or beautiful family, or you leave, you know, a scrolling session feeling like you're not good enough or that you can't have people over or that you can't do life with people because X, Y, Z, then maybe it's not for you. Yeah. Um, but just as a gentle reminder, like respect other people's gifts, celebrate them, mm-hmm. but also ask the Lord to show you where, what is your lane? What is your gift? How can you be fully you seen, known and loved by God, graciously accepting of his welcome to you because you have been welcomed into his family as you are. And once you know that, that changes everything. Yeah. You start living for him, not for the approval of Instagram, not for the approval of yourself even. And you're free to be radically hospitable to everybody. Yeah, because yeah. you're radically free. Because you're radically free and you have nothing to prove. When you know that you have been graciously given life with Jesus forever, that he calls you a daughter, that he looks at you who was once an outsider, like yeah. I was an outsider. And I grew up in the church and I have to remind myself Mm. because I grew up in the church that no, Ida, you were an outsider and you've graciously received a very radical welcome inside the kingdom of God that he looks at you and says, you're my daughter. Once I live in that place, I want every woman I know to live in that place. So I stop comparing my giftings. I stop, I stop looking at what everyone else is doing and I start just opening my life, whether that's opening my home or opening my finances or opening my availability on my calendar, we just start being welcomers in every sense of the word because we want women to experience that kind of welcome. I love that. And that's hugely a part of what the heart of the known movement is. So, so, okay, let's talk about practically when you say I am, you know, opening myself in hospitality and whatever that looks like. Like mm-hmm. practically in your life, you have four kids. Right. Okay, you got two dogs, one husband. Thank God. <laughs> who's an Enneagram seven. So that means he's unpredictable. Woo, yeah. Okay. Um, what has having a heart of hospitality like practically looked like for you? If you're homeschooling already, if you're busy as a pastor, like what does that look like for you day to day? Yeah, and you know, I think we now harp on, oh, don't be busy, don't be busy, don't be busy. Well, I'm just in a season of life where I don't have the choice but to be busy. We've also talked about this a lot. Busyness is not our enemy, but we have to create margin to do God's work. Like we have to create margin to rest. We have to create margin for the things that are important to us. It's good. So we we don't compartmentalize our life, which I know we see all the pretty posts and things that we, the reshares online that's like a balance and well <laughs> I believe balance is a myth like I I know that that's frowned upon but I don't think there's a lot of balance all the time like I don't have my 20% kids and 20% Nate and 20% church like we're all in 100% of the time yeah all of those things all the time and it's messy and it's loud and it's fun and it's crazy but we just live completely open-handed in every area yeah. if a friend were to call me and need and say I need to come over tonight. Um, are you free? If my kids had a baseball game or a recital, I'm actually not free, mm-hmm. but you better believe that we will set up a time yeah. next week we, yeah. that we will set up a time tomorrow that I'll make time for her. Um, I mean, in a very practical way, it just looks like budgeting to be, to, to be a person of hospitality. Um, you know, four kids eat a lot of food <laughs> <laughs> and so we create margin in our budget. So how can we welcome? Let's buy 
10 extra steaks and throw it online. Who wants to come over for dinner? I mean, I've seen you do that every year for Thanksgiving. It's fine. And just put it out there and say, hey, you know, if you don't have a place to go this Thanksgiving, it could be as simple as that. You know, I think a lot of people are like, I'm I'm scared to take the full step and become a foster parent, or I'm I'm afraid to allow someone to live in my extra room. It's like, okay, those are big steps. Maybe it's the first step is inviting a neighbor over for dinner, you know, and, and like, like you touched on at the beginning, I have to get over this. The like idea that it has to be a gourmet meal. Right. It may be like, Tonight, I made potato soup. Like, we laugh because that is my son, my 11-year-old son's favorite meal that I make, potato soup. Child, that is made from a frozen bag of hash browns, okay? And it's delicious. But, you know, some people want to know your heart and and just inviting them over for a bowl of soup. Like, it doesn't have to be Pinterest party every time. I'm just talking to myself right now. That's why It doesn't have to look... That way every time. It and, doesn't you have know. to. When people are starving to be seen. Yes. So if you can just create margin in your life to see people, whether that is a beautiful hand-cooked meal because that's your gifting, or whether you pick up a nugget tray from Chick-fil-A, oh, people never are mad about starving that. to be seen. They want to be seen and known. Um, they're, we are so concerned in our heads with perfection and performance. People are literally just dying to be invited um, yeah, that's so good. let's just invite them. Let's just create margin. Meet me at the coffee shop at 30 minutes. Um, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be your whole day. Um, you and I could both argue we don't have the time Yeah, because I don't have the time. I mm-hmm. truly don't, but it's important. And I believe it's important to God's heart that we are inviters, that we are welcomers, um, as we go though. And that's, the, that's the thing. When I say we live this, like we don't live a compartmentalized life. We are sort of, as we go people, as we go, I'm discipling my kids as we go. I'm working on my marriage as we go. I'm thinking of things for ministry here with Access Kids as we go. I'm welcoming people. Yes, that's good. I love that. I love that. Well, tell me this. um, For the person out there who's listening and thinks this all sounds great, but like... I don't even know where to start. You know, they're, they're feeling maybe a little overwhelmed by the message saying like, you guys do a lot, you do this and that. Like, I'm just a poor college student or I'm just, you know, a single mom. Like I don't have a ton. How, how, what's small, like really small practical start ways that they could do that? Honestly, it doesn't even have to be centered around something that's a financial burden to you. Just go for a walk with someone around your neighborhood. And if you say, I don't have time to do that, fine. As you go, where are you already going? When you're on your lunch break at work, who can you be a welcomer to that's an outsider? Um, Tell your kids when you sit at lunch at school and someone's sitting alone, welcome them to your table. Um, These don't have to be additional burdens. They don't have to be financial burdens or even time air quote burdens. You know, as you go, how can you be someone who welcomes people into the love of God that you've so graciously received. I love that. So just start with, where am I already going? Where do I already spend my time? Um, my family loves to frequent our local coffee shops. No. That's you? Me? I've never. Never. <laughs> never at the library with a cold brew. Ever. See you there this afternoon, See, friends. if I got called out for my fancy tables, <laughs> I just getting called out for her caffeine addiction. What? I didn't say right? that. Right? What? How do we do this? Shout coffee. out. Shout out Black and Brew, Lakeland, Florida. Black and Brew. We truly adore you. Um, You know, that's not my home. It feels like my home, but it's not my table. But I can be an inviter and a welcomer 
there because I'm already there. I can yeah. invite people into the presence of God that I get to walk in and live in and that I am in That's like good. as you go. That's good. I remember a friend of ours said to me years ago, she said, you know, everything's good in my life. I just feel like I've been living too comfortably. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by that because what she was saying was like, everything's good. I'm so taken care of, you know, um, my needs are met, my kids are healthy and happy. And it's been a while since I felt uncomfortable. And I was like, gosh, isn't that it? Because doesn't our body react in every way to say, find comfort, you know, care for yourself. Um, and some of this is uncomfortable. You know, I, I, I'd rather have a night alone with my family most times. And it's like, Oh, you know, to invite someone over or then I feel the pressure to cook or or this and that, you know, but it's funny because we were never the gospel when I look at it is radically, you know, saying, come die, come, come live a life where you are dead to self. And this actually came up. It was a great question in one of my sessions. One of our friends just moved into a beautiful new home. They have beautiful new furniture. And she was very honest, just in front of everyone in the room and said, I don't want people ruining my new white couch. <laughs> I respect it. Honestly, mad I get respect, it. I get mad it. respect. So I so get that. I do get that. But you basically said like sort of my gentle answer was welcome is not comfortable <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's not easy. And again, back to how we have been welcomed, that was not comfortable yes. or easy. Um, I think that sometimes we think life is supposed to just be fun and one and and not stressful and it it should be just a party all the time um radical hospitality welcoming people into your life letting people see like the inner layers of mm. your family and it's not easy it's not comfortable um but it's so so worth it and when we look at the early church like this is how the church grew yes. the church grew around tables in yes. homes Um, and there was no, again, no social media, like (laughs) flat lays to care about or any of that, that this, they broke bread in homes. Like this is what, this is what they did. Well, then Um, I think what's amazing too, is the scripture says, and there wasn't a need among them. There wasn't a need among them. Um, it just means they just, oh, what do you need? We, who has bread? Okay. She's got the bread. You've got the oil, you know, (laughs) or we laugh about the expression of motherhood. Like it takes a village. Well, that's because. In many cultures that it literally took a village, village. like as a mom, you know, sometimes reaching out to another mom and being like, hey, who's been through this? Who has good recommendations for diaper rash? Who knows about, you know, and it's just enjoying that. But that's what it is. It's saying, you know, I don't have this, but I I do have this. You know, something that I will go ahead. We're getting close to Thanksgiving here. Something Mm -hmm. I will go ahead and like shamelessly admit is that I have never cooked a turkey, y'all. Like, I love it. Because Here's the thing. That you know that you don't want to. <laughs> no. And and I, I, you know, I struggle with perfectionism, but I have bought this turkey from Publix, um, fully so cooked. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. I don't want to be in the kitchen all day and miss the moment. Like, right. what is that then? Am I going, well, I'm going to cook all day because I want the best for my family? Or is it like, what's best for my family is to have me sit down? Absolutely. And be like, guys, these are the best Bob Evans mashed potatoes ever. 100%. And that goes back to knowing you and being fully okay with who God made you to be. Yes. Because some people will thrive. They'll wake up at 3 a.m. Yes, shout they'll out. Like, yes, and also invite us over. Please. Um, they'll, they'll make shout out to you turkey stuffers. It ain't me. Scratch. Like, and, that, and they are, I mean, they are just 
you can see God's presence on them. Yes. Like they're living their God-given identity in that moment. But it ain't me, sister. Right. And that's totally okay. Yeah. It's 100% okay. Yeah. And in that, you're not shaming. You're not like, oh, look at Susie over there. Oh, no. I admire it. Right. And that's the beauty of being part of a body. Uh, and that's the beauty of getting to know each other outside of just Sunday morning rows is we get to know each other's giftings and each other's weaknesses and we get to support each other that way. Um, and I think people are desperate just to be invited. They don't care mm. if your turkey's from Publix and your mashed potatoes are from Bob Evans. Right. They just want to sit with you at a table. Yes. They're desperate to be invited. 100%. And that's all that hospitality is, is just a warm welcome to somebody who would otherwise not be welcomed. Well, and isn't that the beauty of being known? Known by God, but yes, known by others. People that you can show your ugly to. And sometimes, child, I mean that metaphorical and straight up literal. <laughs> but people that know you stick around and love you. Well, Ida, that was awesome. Um, will you come back someday and be on our podcast again? Only if I can bring Wilbur. We are dog friendly. Let it be said. The known Nathan is shaking his head. Sorry, sound engineer Nathan. <laughs> There's going to be dogs up in here. We'll get them to bark. It would be nice. Please, if you are listening to this podcast, send us photos of your dog. Absolutely. We want to see them. We welcome people and dogs. I have a heart of hospitality <laughs> for dogs. <laughs> I, I love you. Thank you for coming. Love you, friend. <laughs> we'll be back. We are back. This week's Know It coming at you. Know It is the time we tell you something we think you should know about. And this week, it's an amazing new album by Stephanie Gretzinger called Faith of My Father. Listen, if you grew up in the church, or if you didn't, and you just want to know what all us church kids were listening to, Stephanie goes through and revisits all the amazing worship songs of really my childhood uh, as the dear and knowing you and just, I uh, love you, Lord. And I am transported back to those simpler times of worship. And it's just a simple, just really raw album. But if you're looking for a sweet uh, track to put on for your quiet time or something for your drive to just get you into the presence of God, that's it. Be sure to check Check it out. All right, friends. Well, that was it for this episode of The Known Podcast. Be sure to come back next week and listen. Help us out. Tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. Subscribe. Tell them everything. And uh, we'll be here next week ready for you with a new episode. Take care. Take care.